This is Rodman Likes with the Riser Lacrosse Podcast, and we are super excited to have Dempsey Arsenal on our podcast today. And Dempsey, tell us a little bit about you and, and give us your story. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on this. Um, but yeah, so I'm from New Hampton, New Hampshire. I live right on a prep school campus um, called New Hampton School. Um, I've lived here my whole life. Both my parents work here. My dad's the athletic director. My mom works in the academic office. So sports have just been a really big part of my life. Um, they both played three sports in college. My brother played two. So sports have always just been a really um, important part of my life and kind of shaped who I am. Um, but specifically lacrosse, I started playing um, when I was in fifth grade because some of the other faculty kids started to play and I wanted to be like them. And then that's kind of where I started. And I played three sports um, in high school. And so when I was about a sophomore in high school is when I really started to just hone in on lacrosse and went to camps and BC kind of saw me. And then I just landed at BC. What were some of those other sports that you played? Yeah, I played ice hockey and field hockey. And then in middle school, I ran track, um, but I didn't do that in high school. So at what point did you realize that you wanted to focus more on lacrosse versus field hockey, ice hockey, or, or any of the other things that you, you, you were participating in? Yeah, so I specifically remember um, for lacrosse, we'd always go down into Florida for spring break trip. And so I would always have to leave early to go do this like hockey festival. And I remember when I was about a freshman or sophomore, I was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I just want to really focus in on lacrosse and enjoy spring break and just really put all my effort into lacrosse. So when I was about a sophomore is when I really started to just focus on lacrosse rather than pursue hockey because for a while I thought I might want to play hockey in college. That's interesting. So I would assume that as an ice hockey player and as a field hockey player, there was some level of both athleticism and just mental toughness that allowed you to kind of separate yourself from just a normal lacrosse player to that of an elite level playing lacrosse player. What, what, what do you think, uh, what do you think some of those attributes were that ice hockey and field hockey brought to your game as a lacrosse player? Yeah, I think specifically going like bouncing between all the different sports. I just was always like fresh and really appreciated what I was, what sport I was playing at the time, but then more detailed, I would say, um, the quick hands and just the wrist strength that I incorporated incorporated with both hockey and field hockey really helped me in lacrosse. Um, and just playing all team sports definitely translated to. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So now you're playing for the Brave and the WPLL. And can you share kind of what you see as the biggest differences between playing division one lacrosse at Boston college versus playing in the WPLL at the pro level? Yeah. So it's a lot more fast paced and we're all just getting together for the first time for most of us. Um, so we don't really have like those um, connections that we work on at BC all year round. So it's just kind of learning how to play with each other really quickly, the speed so fast. And then another big thing is that, the refs are really letting it be really physical. So mm -hmm. they're not calling as much. So you kind of have to embrace that. But as a defender, I love it because you can take more chances <laughs> and not have to worry about getting a penalty. I mean, I know it's just a lot more fast paced. Um, you're playing more with like instincts and free play rather than being like really methodical and thinking out um, like every step, which is, which is what we did at PC. Yeah. I mean, that, that 
creates an interesting question for me. If you were to create kind of your dream team of, of lacrosse players and you, you had three picks um, and you're, you're obviously on the team, but who are those three, who are those three picks and why? Oh, this is so easy. It's got to be Kayla, Sam, and Kenzie. I'm a little biased because I was with them the past few years, but no, easily those three. Okay. And is that because you already have chemistry with them? You understand how they play, how they move on the field, that you've got, you know, off-field chemistry, or, or why would you pick them? Yeah, all of it. But I also just have so much respect for them because I've been with them so much. So I just know how hard they work, how smart they are, how unselfish they are. So um, I just have so much respect for them and think they're the best of the best. So I definitely would want them on my team. No, that's cool. Well, I appreciate that. And I think I'd love to unpack a little bit as it relates to just how hard they work. So tell me how important as you moved from playing in high school to playing in college to now playing at the pro elite level, how important is work ethic in terms of your preparation, both mentally and physically? Yeah, I think it's really everything. Um, you always can fall back on it when you're competing against someone by knowing that you've worked harder and you've put in more hours than they have. So I think it really is everything. And that's something that we really strive. We really try to do a lot of extra work at BC just to try to get any advantage that we can. Um, and I just think that really, it really paid off um, for all of us by putting in those extra hours and yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. So, um, you've been exposed to a lot of college or a lot of coaches. You've probably been exposed to mm -hmm. a lot of like trainers and players. Um, if you were to recognize one coach in particular, in terms of that has been your favorite coach, who is that and why? Oh, I really don't think I can answer that. Um, <laughs> I've had so many great coaches over the years. I, my high school coach, Jenna McCabe, she played at BC um, and she was awesome. And then just all three of my coaches at BC, Kayla, Acacia, and Jen are just amazing. They're such good people, but also just so smart um, and really gave it their all. So I can't really answer that. I would say those, but those four um, in general just have been really life-changing and really big mentors for me. That's no, that's awesome. And I, I appreciate that. It's, that's a difficult question, especially when you've had really good coaches who have been friends who have been, uh, mentors that have pushed you to be a better person and a better athlete. Um, mm -hmm. yes, I certainly appreciate that. Now, when you built your dream team and just going back to that question, you talked about how hard these ladies work, but you also talked about how smart they were is, lacrosse iq important to the game today and how have you leveraged that to be an advantage for you when you step on the field yeah so well you we, i really noticed it um from high school because we got at high school we had like a few plays few motions but then getting to the college level level you really have to think about everything all the plays you do all the motions the rides there's just so much to it and there's so much depth that I just never really realized until I got to college um so I think lacrosse IQ also is just like such a big part of the game and you need to understand what's going on around you in order to execute and perform your best 
Yeah, it's, it's such an important element that a lot of people just don't realize. And they think, all right, I'm just going to work hard in the weight room. I'm going to work hard on wall balls. And just having, you know, mm-hmm. being a physical specimen is going to allow me to, to be a better player. And it's certainly true. But with the dynamic element of lacrosse, there's so many moving parts that you have to be a student of the game at the same time and really bring that level of lacrosse IQ to the field with you every time you step on the field. And I would assume it's even, it's, it's even more important now at the WPLL level because you don't have the opportunity to really practice with, with your teammates like you did in college. Exactly. Yeah. So for the, for the young listeners out there, you know, who may have just started picking up a lacrosse stick um, or have been playing for a couple of years, have aspirations to play, club level across, have aspirations to play in college and maybe one day play uh, at the pro level. Um, what, are, what are one or two pieces of advice that you would give them? Um, I would say that hard work definitely does pay off and to put in the hours, um, even at times when you don't really want to. And that's by playing wall ball or shooting. Um, just doing those extra work, maybe some footwork, anything like that to just give you that extra edge. And then also just believe in your abilities and to have confidence. It's so hard. There's so many lacrosse players out there that it's really, it's sometimes you compare yourself to others. And I feel like if you just do the extra work and then you believe in yourself, then that's just the best piece of advice that I could give. It's great advice. I had Colton Jackson on a podcast in the last couple of weeks. And one of the things that he shared, which was it mirrors what you shared is when you're at practice and he played at university of Denver and he now plays for the Atlanta blaze, but he said, you know, you only get really four or five shots in a two hour practice. Mm -hmm. So taking the extra time on your own to go to the field and, you know, find a, find a cross net and just work on shooting um, you're going to have that muscle memory when you get on the field in a game situation to where you can execute. And yeah, the other thing exactly. that he shared, what you shared is the fact that you've got to have confidence. You've got to know what mm-hmm. your are because a lot of the game is, is emotional and it's, and it's mental and you've prepared yourself physically, but having that confidence when you step on the field that you know, you're going to perform and do so mm-hmm. at a level that's going to help your teammates uh, be better athletes uh, is, is super important. So I, I, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Just a, yeah. a couple, of, couple final, just fun questions. Um, what, what's your favorite food? Um, okay, so I think it has to be cereal and that's kind of boring, <laughs> but I, just, I think I could just eat cereal for every meal of the day. Um, so I think my go-to would be cereal, but I like, I like mashed potatoes. I like fruit salad, anything like that. But I think cereal. Is there a particular food that you would eat um, consistently before a game? Um, I, well, I'm not, a, this is weird, but I'm not a big breakfast person. So I, every day I would just have like a smoothie. So that's something that I would have before a game. Um, but I also like a lot of like peanut butter and banana sandwiches, things like that. <laughs> All right. I like it. And is there yeah. a... Is there a particular music genre or a particular band or song that you would listen to or you listen to now prior to a game? Um, so my sophomore year, I kept listening to the song Congratulations by Post Malone. I don't know why, but I'm a huge Post Malone fan. 
Um, but then as I got older, I kind of didn't really like listen to my own music. I would just listen to whatever's playing in the locker room and kind of just be in the moment with my with my teammates rather than kind of get locked in. I felt like that was a better way for me to get loose and prepare for a game than to really like focus in and get tense by listening to my own music. Uh, yeah, that's great. Very cool. Well, I'm a big Post Malone fan too. So shout out to, to Post Malone if he's listening. <laughs> um, one, one more question for you. You talk about hard work pays off and it's super important to kind of achieve the level of status and level of playing that you've, that you've achieved in your career. But how do you get, how do you stay motivated? And, and what, what do you use to motivate yourself to make sure you're putting in the extra work? Yeah, so my senior year of high school, um, I tore my ACL. And so that was kind of like a big like wake up moment for myself where I was like, okay, I need to, I love this game. I want to get back and I want to be even better than I was before. So that kind of was like the one moment where I would literally be sitting right after surgery. I was sitting in a chair playing wall ball, just so mad and like, just like, oh, I need to get back out there. So ever since that point, I just kind of really tried to like appreciate it. Um, and always like use that um, as motivation. Um, yeah, so definitely that moment was when I kind of realized like, okay, I really need to work for this. So then, like ever since then, I've just kind of fallen back on that and just feel so lucky to be playing. And even when I don't want to go out there, think of when I couldn't play and just kind of use that um, to motivate me. No, that's cool. Well, one final question for you in that that is, if you were to go back in time to, let's call it your sophomore, junior year of, of high school, what's one piece mm -hmm. of advice that you would tell yourself that you, that you know now that you wish you knew then? Um, I think I'd have to say that everything just goes by so fast and to really, really appreciate every single moment. Um, like Just like being in New Hampshire and not with my teammates every day, it's been really hard. And I just wish I could go back to being with them and going to practice every day. And even though it's such a grind, just it goes by so fast and I do anything to get back out there with them. So I think definitely just take it all in and really appreciate every, every, every opportunity that you get. I think that's great advice. Um, well, we appreciate you coming on the Riser Lacrosse podcast and sharing some of your just achievements and some of your advice that you would give to other people. We certainly wish you continued success in your career. Excited to see you take the field with the Brave. And um, if there's anything that the Rise Lacrosse community can do to, to, to help you, don't hesitate to reach out. But again, we, we certainly appreciate you taking the time to, to share some insights with us. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This was awesome. We want to... Remind everybody that Rise of Lacrosse is on Twitter and Instagram and the riselacrosse.com website is not up yet, but will be soon. And we appreciate you continuing to follow us um, and we will sign off. So Dempsey, thank you for having us. Thank you. Bye-bye.